Hello and welcome to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Overby, Senior Editor of Auto Remarketing. Our guest today is Jeremy Ansbach, who is the CEO of Pure Cars, and uh, more recently, he is the author of a new book titled Blind Spots, A Guide to Eliminating Today's Automotive Digital Media Waste. And uh, that, if, if you weren't busy enough, uh, Pure Cars made some big news this week. They acquired True Payments, and we're going to talk about both of these things. But uh, but first, Jeremy, welcome welcome back to the podcast, and uh, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I mentioned, a uh, lot lot of things going on in, in your world and with the Pure Cars team. But but we'll start with the uh, with the book. What kind of prompted this idea to? To look at this, you know, eliminating waste and, and media, how did, how did all this come together? It's really started with us over the years looking at a lot of different data that we have at Pure Cars and starting to transform it into to relevant information when there was obvious blind spots. You know, it's, it's, it's great that we can educate our dealers, but my passion is this industry and I'll continue to devote all of my time in helping auto dealers thrive. And it felt necessary to really create a guidebook that could showcase all of the real blind spots that most dealers have. And um, it actually just made the Amazon bestseller list. And I've had the opportunity of already having some great dealers read the book. And the feedback is, this is a book that we're taking notes and there's things that we can actually deploy. And for those reasons, it was the, the biggest driver of why I thought it was critical to put all this down and ultimately publish a book that I know dealers who read, they will identify that some of these blind spots are relevant. Now, some dealers may see all are relevant and others may see some. But if we can get a dealer to identify a blind spot and solve it, it's going to help them thrive even more. And that's uh, my biggest motivator in this car- in in my career, and that's what I'm here to do. Very good, and congrats on on the Amazon bestseller list there. And um, as you as you were putting this together, what was your process in terms of uh, kind of putting pen to paper? How did you know walk me through what you did to to write the book? How did you kind of what was your process there? You know, I think like most papers or ultimately books, you, you start with an outline. I spent a lot of time thinking through what would be relevant for most and not just fine tune or focus in an area that may be relevant for a few. My passion lies with the fact that my best friends are auto dealers and I love the entrepreneurship of auto dealers, but I also love the philanthropy, the job creation, and just the overall necessity of an auto dealer. And for the past year or two, there's been a lot of news about disruptors. And I think for me, my biggest focus is identifying blind spots that if the franchise dealer can solve, which they can, they can be the disruptor of the disruptors. The auto dealer is here to stay. It's a very competitive marketplace and it's incredibly fast at at the pace it's changing. But the more blind spots that are identified, the more blind spots that are solved, the better positioned the dealer will be to thrive. 
And that's kind of how we thought through what should be in the book. We had the data uh, of thousands of dealers. We see when dealers implement things that change in their efficiency of media spend. We see the change in their efficiency of engagement. And some of it comes from just what do the top dealers do that a lot of dealers who are in the grind of running a store are, are blind to. And that is what we focused on. The dealers are, are the target audience for this book, but what, were, what have been some of the, um, the audience that from what you can tell, who's been some of the dealers? Are, they, are these big dealers? Are they kind of smaller independent dealers? Who's, who's kind of, who has this book resonated with from what you can tell? You know, naturally, the most successful dealers are the ones that are always learning and willing to learn. And it seems like they're the first to pick up a copy and send me feedback. Uh, but it's not size dependent. I think any dealer that wants to continue to improve and continue to look for blind spots that they can solve for is, is someone that should read it. I did not write the book specifically for a certain role within the dealership. We've had CEOs of auto groups down to salespeople, you know, ask about the book and ask relevant questions. And I think the reality is anyone in management will absolutely see value in the book. Those that are around the marketing of the, of the ad spend at a dealership would find an incredible amount of value around the book. So I know when, um, you know, say a novelist writes a book, you know, often they might go on a book tour where they go to a, you know, a bookstore and, and kind of do a book signing. Thing. And, I, and I imagine the, the process is probably a little different from a business, business, business type of book. But, you know, are you doing anything in terms of bringing it to, you know, upcoming conventions, that kind of thing, meeting with dealer groups on it, that kind of thing? Yes. Uh, First off, we are proud that we sent copies to our dealers that are, that are pure cars dealers. It's, it's hard to see blind spots that may be present at some of our stores. So sending the book and following up on that is obviously relevant. Um, dealers who go to our website can absolutely learn more about how to get a copy of the book. And then individuals that just go on Amazon or anywhere else the book is, is available for purchase or are able to buy it. What advice would you have to, to your peers or, or other uh, aspiring you know, authors in terms of uh, putting together a book? You know, what, what advice would you have for somebody interested in that? I would say that for me, it took an incredibly amount of time mm-hmm. and the amount of effort on how do you compile your thoughts in a way that will be relevant and something that will be a guide and ultimately a, have relevant takeaways that could be implemented at a store was, was incredibly time consuming. Uh, we were honored that we were picked up by a, a publisher that's, that's owned by Forbes and, you know, having their resources definitely made it a lot easier on the publishing side, but fundamentally you, you got to be committed. And I never thought about a book until there was enough of an outline that I felt like, dealers would all benefit from if they had the chance of, of seeing the thoughts structured in the way that ultimately the book became. And it, uh, it turned out great. And, and I'm hopeful it helps this industry in a, in a meaningful way. 
to shift gears a little bit to the uh, the purchase of, of true payments. So I guess, first of all, where did you see true payments um, kind of fitting into to what Pure Cars offers dealers? So for a decade, we've, for more than a decade now, we, we've been helping dealers thrive primarily through the MarTech side. We have thousands of dealers that rely on us to spend their media dollars wisely, whether it's search, social, video, et cetera. And we've had this, this real focus on how do we spend dollars more wisely for our stores to ultimately have the lowest ad cost per unit sold or, or lowest ad cost per repair order. When you think about how do you get even more benefit, the traffic that we drive to a dealer if there's things that can be done to further engage the consumer, those who rely on us for their marketing will further benefit from the spend by having more engagement. And for the traffic on the dealer website that came organically or, or through other means, there would also be benefit. We saw that digital retailing tools, as the whole industry has reported, had a pretty substantial rise in usage during the worst of COVID. And this rise was one that was forced. We've never lived in a period of time where you're being forced to stay home or have limited action at a retailer or, or other, other stores. And as, as COVID has, has settled down and, and, the, and the, the world has reopened, we quickly saw that usage also tamed and settled down of digital retailing tools. And as we started looking at the different tool sets, we realized quickly that digital retailing tools that are oftentimes like a checkout seem to be very useful for the small percentage of shoppers who truly want to buy online. It's the, the one who's early to try new things. But the vast majority of traffic today continues to want to learn online and do as much as they want online, but still ultimately transact in the showroom. And what we, what we saw was that low funnel, or I'll, I'll say very, very low funnel, ready to check out people, can choose from a series of digital retailing tools. But there was a huge blind spot in that most car deals are financed or leased. Depending on market and brand, I'll confidently say the vast majority of car deals are financed or leased. And you go to a search results page and you generally see an MSRP or a sale price. You go to a VDP, you may see a payment calculator, which sets the transaction up for disappointment or oftentimes just misquoting because it's, it's just a calculator. So when we saw the success of true payment, it became obvious that if we can flip the script and we can allow consumers to quickly see a qualified and, and relevant payment for them early in the process, no full credit app, nothing shows up on their bureau, no social security needed, it generates a lot of activity, which benefits the dealer by having a super qualified lead, no fake name, no fake phone number, no bots, no duplication, no John Doe's, et cetera. So makes the BDC and or sales team highly efficient. But what we saw is it's, it's needed. And the biggest way to prove its necessity is through lead volume. 
the number of consumers on a dealer's website that engage with true payment was ungodly. And we saw this through dealers that utilized pure cars. And then as we started looking at the digital retailing tools and ultimately honing in on true payment and seeing its success, it was very obvious. We also like that in today's market with a chip shortage, there's a huge flip. We've never been in this environment where, where mainstream vehicles have more demand than supply. And we've seen dealers adapt to the demand exceptionally well. Their, their constraint with inventory quantity, their days on the lot is the lowest it's ever been in, in my career. So gross has incredibly gone up per unit, which has created great profitability for a lot of dealerships. However, being that you have limited supply, it's more critical than ever to make sure that you're you're attracting the customer that will ultimately give you the most revenue in each department. So you know whatever you ask for your vehicle, it will likely sell for if it's, if it's reasonable in these times. But you're unsure if they're a cash buyer or a payment-focused finance or lease buyer. And for those who utilize true payment, we're also seeing more gross because the shopper who's engaging the tool is highly likely to finance or lease. And secondly, giving them a very accurate payment takes out any negotiation whatsoever. So the net result is for the vehicles you have, these are shoppers that not only have interest, they're, they're seeing a payment that they're qualified for. And when they transact, the likelihood that they go into your F&I department and hand over a check is far less likely than the rest of, of the leads a dealership would receive, therefore making them highly relevant right now. Well, uh, last, last question here before I let you go. Um, you know, there's been, it really seems like, particularly in the, this last two months, you know, as the second half of the year opens, been a lot of, you know, moves like this recently in the mergers and acquisition front, especially you know, it started off with with a lot of dealership buy sell, but but even you know companies that offer tech and software and digital retail and that sort of thing. I mean, just tons and tons of them, including this deal. What do you think is driving this kind of increase in activity in, in automotive M and A right now? Well, it's definitely a robust market. Uh, it takes a substantial amount of time and capital to create scale. You know, we, we've been doing this since 2009 and have been very privileged that we're a top provider in, in the space powering thousands of dealerships. And with that, uh, it's critical that we continue to add products and services to better our dealers and doing acquisitions like True Payment do that. I think that holds true for the industry as a whole. Digital retailing is absolutely here to stay. We are big believers that Apple's experience is highly relevant for dealers in that some consumers want to buy everything online. Some want to buy every, buy and research in store and others want to blur it and combine 
their their shopping with online research and maybe buy in line or or research in store and buy online. It's going to be critical that the franchise dealer can compete in that way. And I think with that is is the reason you're seeing a lot of companies make big bets on digital retailing tools. For us, it was an easy decision because true payment immediately makes our data warehouse bigger. It allows us to better market the advertising that we do for thousands of stores with more synchronization into the payment, not only in the ad, but what would be on the search results page or VDP. Secondly, we've been in the, the trading world for a long time, helping consumers see an estimated trade value. And we saw in a blind spot there as well. And you know, I think companies continuing to solve these blind spots oftentimes will buy versus build. And that's why you see M&A activity the way it is. In our case, on, on the trade side, we see trade tools saying, hey, Joe, your used vehicle's worth $29,200, but you may have an auto loan for $20,000 and you didn't know what it was to the dollar. So with True Payments technology, it knows your auto loan and allows it to quickly say, is your auto loan with such and such lender? Good news, Joe, you have $9,200 in equity. How much of that would you like to apply to the down payment? And then it allows you to see a, a larger number of vehicles that fit within your payment range or see the vehicle of interest now have a lower payment. And I think solving blind spots like that will, will be critical for this industry. Let's continue to take friction out of the transaction and as as vendors and, and the industry as a whole continues to focus down this path because we're not the only one, there's going to be a lot of a lot of MA. Jeremy, we'll, uh, we'll we'll leave it there for today, but but thank you so much for joining us and congrats again on the on the book. Um, it's very impressive and uh, you know congrats on, on the deal this week. I know uh, know it's been a busy week and uh, all the best to you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, my. Thanks again to, to Jeremy and the team at Pure Cars and for our entire crew at Auto Marketing. Thanks for listening.